Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Eddie Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Now, we're talking about computer games, so there's only one man to speak to there, Jonathan Beals. That's right. FIFA 21, making a few changes. Yeah, it's going a bit PC with the celebrations, but fair enough. PC, or indeed PS4, or the Xbox. (laughs) Um, Also, we uh, we had a bit of a chat. We did, yeah. Yeah, it was quite interesting. Again, you always give too much of yourself, Andy, and you did once again. Some of you are not too habits in the boudoir always a joy to talk about that and uh, we spoke to um, Johnny from the Ale in the Vale podcast big Port Vale fan about their new shirt controversial new shirt partly designed by the great Robbie Williams so and don't ask me very exciting don't ask me so here it all is good afternoon everyone good afternoon Andy I really got to stop talking about cricket in the middle of test matches when England are having a bit. Were of a you bad slightly? Session. Ca- I mean, I was. We were keeping in touch throughout Saturday afternoon, and I could tell you were torn between looking like an utter burke for all the stuff you said on Friday, especially about Joss Butler. Yeah, I know. And then, but wanting England to win, which is ultimately what you want. I did. I mean, look, I had a bet on Pakistan before the match. I don't mind admitting it before the match started because I thought the odds were ridiculous. I thought the book five makers, to one, weren't they? Yeah, you're thought, right. And four they, and a half to one. I thought the book makers had got it wrong yeah. so you know I thought well you know give it a go why what not a great patriot you are you know I wanted England to win but I just <laughs> you know it's just a bit of insurance and a bit of my sporting hunch so yeah. of course I was completely compromised I mean it was a nice little payout and I was thinking well I, I quite like the payout and I quite like the sort of my reputation not being trashed as a complete idiot but on the other hand I want England to win so it doesn't really matter and in the end it was a wonderful test match and that's it was the, fantastic that's the most important what thing. an afternoon that was but I did was get a, a few people going you said you said shut up well you did say I, I mean, know did. I did <laughs> But, you know, I say a lot of stupid things. I say a lot of things that are right, and I say a lot of things that are wrong. It's yeah. the nature of the job. I you suppose know, it is. You know, I have an opinion. So you if, do. You, know, you get could... off the fence, Andy. God yeah. bless you for that. Um, Martin <laughs> Kellner has uh, highlighted today on social media. Oh, yeah. Steve, the excellent Steve James, of course, former mm. professional cricketer turned journalist. He said, after this, no one can doubt Butler as a test batsman. And Martin has said, apart from Andy Jacobs on TSH. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, the thing is, I now, didn't look. Yes. The thing is, he played brilliantly. He, he did. did, but even in 
in his own admission, and that's what I like about him. He said, "I, I was in the Last Chance Saloon." Oh, I you wish like you him, keep... do you? Of course, I like okay. him. So I did actually say at the same time, he's one of the finest one-day players in the world. I didn't yeah. trash him as a cricketer. No. I just said, I don't think he's good enough to keep wicket for England. That was my main crux of my argument, and the fact that you know it cost us 110 runs, but in the end, he is he has more than just a, a good player. What he has is he's, he's got heart. He's got you know he's a really that was a brilliant innings, and you've got to give it to him. And, that, and Wokes, Wokes, sensational. Look, when Wokes first started, I said the same thing about Wokes. I said I can't see what the big deal is, but he's got better and better and better. That now he's great. a wonderful player. We had a chat with Gus Fraser, who was then uh, <laughs> one of the England selectors, and Andy said, "Well, sorry, for Gus, for me, Chris Wokes. This is after they picked him for the Test team. Chris Wokes is not a Test player." And Gus went. Well, he said, I guess I'd have to disagree, <laughs> considering I've just picked him and played for England. Look, Look you, know. you win some and you lose some. Yeah, That's the way course. it goes. What can you do? Uh, and then to Saturday night, I uh, another bet, because I knew Chelsea, you know, I, I think Bayern are the best team in the Champions League, mm. the best team in Europe. I think they're a wonderful team. They're one-touch football. They're a great mixture of experience and youth and... People who are at their height, you know, and they've got a great striker. They're a brilliant player. I never expect Chelsea to do anything in that game. So just a thought, I thought, you know what? They're tired. Brian have had five weeks off. They're going to get a thrash tonight. So I had a bet on 4-1. I thought to myself, no, what's, you know, it just makes it less painful. Yeah. So, you know, and the odds were 16-1 to 1 for a four. So I thought, you know, I don't bet big. So I only bet little small amounts. When, the when, last six when, minutes were so exciting. When they got Keep that, them out, lads. When they got that fourth goal, did you punch the air? Yes, of course I did. <laughs> so bad. No, because we were losing anyway. The game yeah. meant nothing. It's been a wonderful season. I think, Frank Lamb, I, I'm amazed at the, some of the, the, yesterday in the Sunday papers, of course, colonists have got a make a living and they, they, they've got to have an opinion just like I have on, on England cricket and Andy Dunn basically in the mirror Sunday mirror he couldn't see why everyone had said it uh, he said he'd had a superb first season as Premier League boss he found that mystifying hmm. Oliver Holt in the daily in the mail on Sunday completely the opposite he yeah. thinks that you know given everything I agree with him like everything that, that was up against him it's been a brilliant first season I mean the idea that they f- would finish fourth no one thought that I think three out of 21 pundits the BBC poll before the start of the season so I think it's been brilliant and I always said to you next season is the season he's going to be judged on you know basically they've already spent 70 odd million or 80 million they're going to spend more money so Come the middle of the season, come, you know, that's when people will start to judge it. Are Chelsea going in the right direction? I think they are. But, you know, and I think we all want him to succeed because he's, a, you know, club legend. So we'll see We'll see what happens. But this is the next season is the one to judge him on, not this season. So I'm surprised at all that. But I think it's, it, 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 you tell you, he's just um, liked something that Kai Havertz has posted. I mean, yeah. what an odd thing. I mean, yeah. why not lay it on the line? <laughs> well, I suppose that. Yeah. I think you'll get the idea that, uh, you know. He, he is coming here, and uh, and you know, and again, I think William. I have no. I thought it was a very nice message. I I agree with Lampard. He's been brilliant for Chelsea. It's a fantastic seven years. He, like every footballer, he hasn't been totally consistent over the seven seasons. He had better seasons. He's often had a very good season when the team haven't played well. Mm. I think he was Player of the Year in a couple of those type of seasons when they sort <clears> of <throat> jacked it in with the manager, and he never did. So you know, all, all credit to him. But uh, it's interesting. This is the third old Chelsea player that Arsenal have taken in the last three or four years. Czech, Louise, and now William. I don't know why they changed their kit to blue and train at Cobham. <laughs> Quite a good idea for them. <laughs> but, uh, look, if they think they can get something out of him, I think the way it'll go is he'll have a very good season. But, 
you know, he'll be diminishing returns I, after. I that. think it's got to be, isn't it? You know, when you're 32, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, more pointless nonsense yesterday in the papers from Summer Monty's Fulham have given Scott Parker a new contract. Oh yeah, to give her a full name. She's all over the shop, isn't she? <laughs> no. she's, she's getting so much coverage. She did, they, they basically put together one of the. I can't remember which paper it was. Put together a, a photo shoot with her. Yeah, because she did this other photo where she looked like the girl in the sort of tennis poster. You know, famous. Yeah, thing. they did also other famous so a completely posters. made up unaccidental pose <laughs> yeah. as then begats another series of what would she look like if she was in a she was in a lot of hollywood stars yeah like marilyn monroe and yeah. all that you know i like. mean the way the old tabloids work when they get when they get their teeth into someone it's incredible it's though isn't it it's amazing so uh, paul hollywood though he's got a new barmaid lover as you really? yes and she's also got barmaid a, lover wasn't, well, that, wasn't that a Stevie Wonder song <laughs> or a lover who's a barmaid he could rework that couldn't he he could do yeah. with a football connotation her name's Melissa Spalding United FC <laughs> he does like a football really con- yes it's something about him I don't know what it is but there we go fantastic he might be stepping out of our own Max Rushton and Diamonds <laughs> race team, won't he? that'll he might. be good he might the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. I just want to feel real love, feel the home that I live in. TalkSport listener Robbie Williams there. He could be listening now. Good afternoon if you are, Robbie. We know he, uh, he listens a lot. Um, and he's been partly involved in designing Port Vale's new kit. And uh, it's it's caused a bit of a stir. I went and checked out the Stoke Sentinel website, and um, uh, the, the fan base are torn. Some love it, some can't stand it. Uh, well, at least it, you know, an extreme view is is probably what you want rather than sort of you know indifferent. Hmm. It's it is look, it's a bit different. Last year's kit was predominantly white, as it often is, with bits of black. But this is. I don't know, what would you call it, Andy? It's not, it's sort of... Um, mm, yes, it's quite... It's a very Italian-looking design, isn't it? It's a bit... Yeah. It's, it, uh, it's a bit pop art, and it's got a V. The shape of it yeah. makes a V, which is nice. I think it's really nice. Black and white shirt. It's better than Juve's new shirt. I think it's one of the reasons they went out of the competition. That yeah. shirt's absolutely disgusting. It's not great, is it? Anyway, uh, let's uh, chat to Johnny Hancock from the Alien the Veil podcast. Good afternoon, Johnny. Afternoon. So what camp are you in, then, on the new shirt? I absolutely love it. Oh, good, yeah. It's, it's one of them kits where we've we're used to having white white kits and the quite standard templates, but this one was just massively out of the blue, and it was it's lovely. It is, isn't it? It's kind of it does look to say looks very Italian, looks very stylish. It's got Newcastle stripes in the shape of a V, really, isn't it? It's really nice. Yeah, I mean, it's and. I, I've not seen the Awake it. I've seen the Keeper's shirt, which is just that in a kind of, in a sort of ambery colour, but it uh, it seems to work well. But it's a surprising amount of your fan base not massively keen, are they? Oh, we've lost him. Where's Johnny gone? There we are. We'll try and get him it's back. Gone off we'll to try, buy and shirt. back. try and get him back in a minute. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm not massively pleased with ours. I've got to be honest, this season, our, I like they, they've mm. done a, uh, an Awake it, a kind of It's like a sort of green, it looks like a sort of cycling shirt. That, that's got the away shirt's quite nice. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the home kit is a bit, a bit. So what, really? It's like an old Bolton shirt. You can see Goodney Bergson wearing it in the mind's eye. Um, anyway, sorry, Johnny's back. And I was just saying, Johnny, that quite a lot of your fan base looking at the Sentinel website uh, don't say quite extreme views. They're not massively keen. Yeah, it, it seems like it has divided everyone. But from the people that we spoke to, because um, we did a little poll on it. Um, over the weekend, once the dust had settled after Friday, 
Um, it seems to be more of a grower than a first impression. I think a lot of fans are a bit like, wow, that's out there. It's horrible. But once you've seen it up close, it, it's actually really nice. Yeah. Um, but them down the road have also been telling us it looks like a dartboard. So. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Of course they would do. But they're not going to like it at all. So so how much of a part did Robbie Williams play in this? Do we know? Um, so as far as we're aware, he, he helped the design it along with the chairman, um, the chairwoman's son, and also the manager had an influence on it, and that's what the letters on the back are. It's it, it's his mantra, so it's one need expect. Oh, I haven't seen that's, the back. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a, 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 a sort of mantra of his, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. So you'll be buying one, Johnny, will you? I brought it yesterday. Oh, okay. Oh, well yeah. done. <laughs> straight straight in there. Was there a big? Was there? Did you buy it online or did you go down to the socially distance uh, club shop? Yeah, we went down to the club shop. So the past two days, um, Saturday and Sunday, did, did a bit of an open day. So. Yeah. Um, the the chair, chairwoman was there, the chairman was there, the club mascot Boomer was there. Um, so they were just at a bit of fun. And they were giving out free ice cream and refreshments to the little ones and stuff like that. So it was it was all nice to see, and it's a real good feel good factor around the club for a change. Good, yeah. I mean, because you were a bit unlucky in the end, weren't you? Just outside the playoffs when it all when it all shut down, and you'd had you hadn't lost for a while. You had a pretty decent run, and was there a bit of a feeling you were going to? Get in the playoff positions if the season had carried on. Yeah, I think if, if for me it was a hard one because from from the point of view of the season previous and nearly getting relegated to where we were then, it was it was a, a massive dramatic improvement. But because we were so close to the playoffs and we missed out the points per game by less than a point, it was it was quite hard to take. But we had the chairwoman on the podcast mm. and. She explained a bit more in detail about why she voted the way she did, um, and when you when you listen to her speak and hear what she said, you kind of can't help but think that she did the right thing for every club, not just ours. Mm. Uh, she's she's also been talking about the salary cap, Johnny, and uh, and she seems, she says that you know our plans uh, are as they were before. It's not going to make a great deal of difference to us. The players they were looking to buy, they they think they can still work within that. So. Have you talked about that on the podcast? What's your feeling about a salary cap? Yeah, we we um, we, we had a bit of a discussion last night about about some part, um, and we, we're all we're all for a salary cap, but against the one that's been given, mm-hmm. because I think it punishes clubs in, in in every league that have got a bigger fan base. Because when Bradford are selling eighteen eighteen thousand season tickets, but being told that they've got the same budget as clubs in the league that have got. 1,200 people turning up every week. It doesn't feel quite right. Yeah, I think I think uh, mm. Pompey said much the same thing. You know, there is that that seems to be the problem. I mean, I imagine that they'll they'll tweak it as time goes on, but on the face of it, that that doesn't feel right, does it? When when is the season gonna? Is the season gonna start at the same time as the Championship and the Premier League? Are they going to start without crowds? I mean, I thought this was one of the reasons they had to shut down that they could. It wasn't viable. So how, how's this going to work? Yeah, well, we've been told it's the 12th of September and the, the club have planned to get fans in from that date if the government allows, but if not, October. So I think because of the budget this season, we've been able to know that this was going to happen, whereas last season it, it would have killed some clubs, I think, if we would have tried to play on. Yeah. 
Well, look, good to talk to you, Johnny. Um, enjoy the new kit. What's the away kit like? Have you seen that yet? Have they announced that? Is it sort of the same design in reverse or what? We're not sure. The away kit's out at the end of the month. Um, okay. And Robbie's also had a bit of a hand in that as well. So Right. Okay. Nice one. Cheers, nice. Johnny. All the best. Cheers, thank you. Johnny Hancock there from the Ale in the Vale uh, podcast, you, obviously the Port Vale podcast. It's just reminded me, do you remember we spoke to Loch Ness FC about yeah, their yeah, yeah. shirt? And that was a big yeah. seller, wasn't it? And I ordered it on the day and it still hasn't arrived if you're listening. Thanks, I've just realised. <laughs> well, you know, that's what probably happened? one of the great mysteries, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good did point. It, how did it get lost in the post? How did all the Nessie shirts get lost in the post? But uh, yeah, that's right. We, we'll we'll keep, keep going. Keep going, Andy, and I'm sure they'll yeah. come through for well, you're not gonna you're not complaining, are you? No, you know this in the fullness of time. They did say shit. that they'd sold yeah, they, out and yeah, they had to get some more obviously get some yeah. more made. Yeah, well good for them. I'm glad it's done well. Yeah, good. Okay. It would be nice to actually get one eventually. <laughs> I had paid for it. Oh, for, well, I'm sure, I'm sure no you problem. have. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Well, it's me and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Well, uh, FIFA 21 have announced that uh, when the, the next game comes out, they're going to do away with toxic behaviours. Uh, some okay. of the goal celebrations you've seen, including, not that bad. Aren't they like just the old... based on real life ones? Though? Well, they are, but, you know, maybe they feel that it sets a bad example. But, I mean, we're not talking about a kind of Nescafe handshake to the crowd. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a shushing uh, motion. But, you know, anyway, joining us now. Uh, gaming expert, friend of the show, Ipswich fan, uh, Sky, uh, Soccer Saturday reporter, Jonathan Bills. Good afternoon, Jonathan. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, Andy. So, yeah, shushing is, is seen as is toxic here in that particular world. Tell us more about this. Yeah, so it's come to light that uh, with the upcoming launch of FIFA 21, they're taking out the celebration. So when you score a goal, the camera cuts away to the cinematic uh, video clip of whoever scored it and they're doing their goal celebration. So it's the shushing. Uh, that's one of them. The other one is, is the Deli Alley kind of AOK celebration. Oh. And one which has also been muted, which might be taken out, is that Ronaldo calm down oh. celebration too. Okay. Uh, What's the thinking? I mean, why, why have they decided? Do they think this sort of sets a bad example for, for kids? Is a bit sort of in your face? It's not what the game's about in their eyes? Yeah, I think... I think. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A couple of things, really. Um, I'm quite surprised, actually, they're doing it. But on the same token, I can see why they are doing it. They, it's been muted and it's been said that um, it, it, it can be, be used to kind of encourage bullying and banter mm. uh, and things like that, which, you know, OK, you know, FIFA's been around you know, for a long time. It's been published every year since 1993. So it's got a huge audience. It's also got a three certificate. So basically, you know, if you're three years old, three years or older, you can play it. And I think what they're trying to do is remove every possible contentious angle from the game that, that they could possibly have. Goal celebrations, for me, I don't think it will change anything because if you're playing FIFA with somebody either online or in the same room, you're going to have banter. You're going to say something. You're going to rib them. It's all, you know, because it's all about the winning. Um, but where this came from was that they had a lot of comments, and I'm guessing it's by people who, who were losing, by who, who, who made comments online, who put comments on social media, on the forums and said, I don't think we should be having that. that. So I don't, think, I don't think that's a bit unnecessary. So I think any, any opportunity where they can remove anything which is potentially contentious, they'll take it out. And uh, apparently, I'm just reading here, they won't have VAR, which is a bit odd, really, because you think that is a big part of the game and might be quite fun to introduce, or fan-free stadiums. I can see why they wouldn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think what they're doing, I think, you know, just going back to the goal celebrations, what they are going to do is, 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 um, is cut them down, make them much shorter, because goal celebrations... And, you know, you, when you have that stadium intro with the game, when, when it boots up, it's all production value. You know, it's all padding, essentially. It doesn't really play part of the game because, you know, if you are play, if you're playing somebody generally and, and you're doing quite well, all you want to do is kind of kick off. So, so you just click through the goal celebrations anyway. So what they've done is that they, they, they have shortened those overall. But you're right, yeah, they're, they're, they're not going to have VAR. They're not going to have empty stadiums. I, I think they're right not having empty, not empty stadiums because I think, I think you know, even even when you looked at uh, at the Premier League and the Championship coverage and all all the empty stadium coverage, it's okay. Um, but I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that, you know, because you want an atmosphere. And I think if you're if you're buying a game, if you're playing football, generally football, football is known for fans, an atmosphere, and and everything else. Yeah, and the game's know. supposed to be escapism, of course. Yeah, you don't want to the, the hard realities of uh, <laughs> no. that fan-free world when you when you want to escape <laughs> no, that, it's not, of course. It's not, it's not a lot of fun. Did you know that one of my family members is a developer for EA Sports for FIFA oh, in, really? in Vancouver, yeah. What about that? Yeah. That's where yeah. they do it. 
that's where it all began. Yeah. Uh, a guy called Bruce McWilliams started it in 1993, um, and it, it originated from Canada. In fact, it nearly didn't go ahead because EA had such a lot of success with Madden in '93 on the on the NFL side of things that that, that FIFA nearly didn't happen at one point. Oh. What's their biggest FIFA? game, Jonathan? What is it? Is it their biggest game globally then? Uh, I think with EA now, in terms of in terms of the audience. I mean, it's absolutely huge. It's a paid-for game. They've got another game called Apex Legends, which is uh, essentially it's a free-to-play game, much like Fortnite. Mm. Um, That's all about the players, where you have in-game purchases. But FIFA, you know, ever ever since 1993, they've released it every single year. It sells millions and millions and millions of copies. Um, But, you know, they have to be seen to being responsible. And I think, you know, if there's anything, any bone of contention anywhere they will change something. So I think I think on the celebrations that that is you know generally one one of the reasons why. And I think also you know as I mentioned before, goal celebrations you know any, anything after the goal just slows it down. And to be honest, for me, I think they're actually quite annoying. <laughs> mm, okay. Cheers, Jonathan. Good to Thanks, talk Jonathan. to you as always. Thanks very Excellent. much. Cheers, guys. Gaming expert Jonathan Beals there on those changes to FIFA. So does your rally get like a sort of penny a game? I've no idea how It'd it be works. Nice, it? Uh, yeah, he's, he's a very good lad. He's, I mean, he's young. He's only about thirty-five or something. Okay. Like that. Yeah. So he's he's not he's, he wasn't there. Not one not one that was there. No, at the he's beginning. been he's he been there for, for some time. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, they're mad about football. Him and his dad. They run these clubs in Vancouver, and they do really well. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. I would imagine at the moment, Andy, most referees and assistant referees covering games would much mm. prefer a crowd to be in the stadium, as we all would. But maybe one that was probably chuffed that there was nobody in Ibrox mm. yesterday was Douglas Ross, who <laughs> was that. running yeah. the line, who yeah. is the head of the Scottish Conservatives and, yeah. and, a, and a regular top-level assistant referee. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm guessing that the Govan <laughs> branch of the Conservative <laughs> Party <laughs> HQ is not particularly massive. So I don't know how well. I think yeah. Douglas would have got a little bit of clog, wouldn't he, as he was running up and yeah, down the line. Definitely. Yeah. Not ideal. And um of course I'm quite fascinated by the uh, the Beckham engagement uh, between uh, Brooklyn Beckham and the very very the heiress Nicola Peltz. Wow. And uh, <laughs> it says here Nicola was seen wearing her 350,000 pound engagement ring. Blimey. Think. Blimey photography plays well, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, he must have done a few weddings and christenings <laughs> recently, <laughs> oh, 350 grand. And uh, apparently there's going to have to be three engagement parties uh, wow. to avoid any embarrassing Clashes between uh, David's parent, David's parents, David's yes, parents' liberal pals, not David Brooklyn's parents' liberal pals. <laughs> what I'll get there about man? I'll get there in a minute. That's why you're not and reading Donald the news. Tr- and Donald Trump. Andy said to me earlier on, "We're good at reading scripts." Well, no, I'm said. not reading. That's isn't a script. I'm trying to. I'm trying to pricey it. Nicola's dad is friends with Trump. Is he? <laughs> yes. And has a what lot Donald? Of, I take it. You're not Judd. Yeah. Which is the complete <laughs> opposite to Victoria's friends. Uh, she thinks many of her liberal friends won't attend to bash with Trump she's probably oh. got a point so she's planning a party in the UK so right now there's one in the UK one in Florida and one in New York and then of course there's the planning for the actual wedding they can't, on, have, well, that's they it, can't that's, have three that's weddings that's without the planning for the actual wedding Andy <laughs> can't be oh, no, be, uh, you're, that's, that's going to dominate your every waking hour for the next couple of months isn't it I can tell it that. certainly is did you see that yeah. new TV format there, which is uh, launching soon don't rock the boat I wasn't aware of this no 
because um, uh, apparently Kem Chetanow we spoke to a little while ago oh, yeah, takes I remember part, him, yeah. Kem he was from Love Island and, and takes part in soccer eh? we often yeah. chat to him about the football uh, he decided uh, he didn't fancy doing it but Don't Rock the Boat is a TV series which mm. sees 12 celebrities row from Land's End to John O'Groats <laughs> row <laughs> row <laughs> I mean that's quite a commitment isn't it yeah. don't you think 650 miles in a boat with um, who would it be Gemma Tommy Collins Tommy Cannon I don't know. I mean, I've got no idea. Jerry Collins, Tommy Cannon, Steve, no, Reg- Steve Tommy- Redgrave. No, no it will be. It will be obviously with respect to Tommy. Yeah, um, it's probably difficult it, you know, for him he's to... He's a man in his probably late 60s, <laughs> early 70s. He can't row 650 <laughs> miles. I just pulled his name out. But it'll be young, fit celebs like Kem and stuff. But, um, yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? What a terrible idea for a TV show. Really. Freddie's doing it, of course, yeah. apparently. I think he's, uh, I don't know, apparently. He's, he's involved. You know, they've moved, they have moved over the celebrity to Wales. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Oh, Lembit Opic. That's not his name. Lembit Opic, it yeah, is. Yeah, that's it. It is his name. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> I know, it's, like, it's still surprising when you say it that it's actually a name. I know. And not, not a, a bit of an odd scrabble hand. I always think of OPEC, you know, the, the oil yeah. producers thing. That's okay. how I get, I, I think, Thanks well, for sharing well, your I th- thought no, process. Because I, th- I called him OPEC instead of OPIC. Okay. That's <laughs> No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. I don't even care. But apparently, um, people, he says that people have always come up to him and said, oh, I know, it's filmed in Wales. Yeah. You think those people are so thick. How could it be filmed in Wales? <laughs> First of all, it's absolutely boiling. First of all, they have like, loads of animals that don't survive, really. I mean, yeah. it's not really boiling in Wales in December, is it? You know, it's unlikely. But people think they know. I was involved in a, a TV pilot once with... The, 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 it was just um, a tryout. And so mm. you don't spend... The way it works, folks, is that uh, when you're just trying out a format to see if it works, you won't necessarily go no. after, no. Uh, you know, uh, Nicolas Cage... To yeah. be to be one of your celebrity <laughs> guests, George Clooney. Yeah, George Clooney. Yeah. You'll do it on the cheap. Yeah. So there is a kind of there is a lower Hierarchy. strata of people mm. that that will that will do it as a tryout to and uh, mm. and at that time uh, Lenbick fitted into that strata. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? So he, he came along. But the trouble was that well, the key to doing those things mm. is when you're when you're effectively a foil in a tryout, mm. you don't build your part. It's not going to lead anywhere. It's not going to be shown on the telly because it's just a tryout. Yeah, and so you don't. And he he basically built his part. He, he sort of <laughs> took over, and he, he more or less it didn't work particularly. No, no. Do you know that can happen? I think he did it. a show on Talksport one time. Yeah, oh, really. So there we are. Oh, that's that's his cousin. His cousin's a personal trainer, Fitbit Opie. If you know him, <laughs> uh, yeah, of course he is. Um, now, the Guardian. I always love the Guardian things they do. This week, uh, this week they're uh, featuring Tree of the Week. Oh, tree of the week. How guardian is that? Is it? Tree What's your of the tree week? of the week? I'm going. I'm going larch. <laughs> larch. Are you going? Oak. Okay. I'm, always, I'm right behind oak. But I'm looking next door. Anybody, Alex? Do you? What's your tree of the week? You got a tree of the week. Sycamore, fantastic. <laughs> Ollie and John, they're both here. Tree of the week, boys. Shout out to Alex so he can tell us. John's not interested. He hasn't got a tree of the week. Uh, got, no, he's not even listening. He's do they have trees in Turkey? Of course they have. Do they have, do they have Alan Brazil? Do they have trees in Turkey, John? <laughs> of course they do. Well, he's talking to David Ginola. Um, try and hmm. guess how um, Lando Norris relaxes the Formula One driver. He was talking to the Sunday uh, Times magazine. Yeah, um, my wife's going to read me that last night. She said, do you want to hear about does she, Lando does wife, Norris's... Does your wife read you articles in bed? Is yeah, that, of course. So, she, so she, she always... We always have a book at bed, bedtime. It's not a book, it's a magazine. Well, magazine. It? Sunday night, it's magazines. And, magazine at bedtime. Yeah. That fantastic old <laughs> format. 
Even Lembe Opic couldn't mess up. It's good at the moment we're reading Bill Bryson. It's Which one? I mean, you've got to narrow it down. Well, He's written yeah. about 30 books. <laughs> the, la- the, the one that was the follow-up to his first one about Britain. It's good. It's, he revisits the place he went. Oh, yeah, I'm a big fan of it. Is his, it Notes uh, from an Island or something like that? Notes from a Small Island was the first one. Yeah, well, this, it, is the, this is the follow-up to that. And okay. it's good. It's good because I always fall asleep during the book, which is the whole point of the white, white stuff. <laughs> no, because... No, just the idea of... So just, just then start whispering. No, no, but she used to, she had this thing where she'd sort of poke me and say, "Are you awake?" Get into a good a, bit. What a, what's the point of that? I'm trying to. I mean, the whole point was I. <laughs> I think it started when I couldn't. I think it all started when I first started doing this show. Yeah, and I suffered from quite bad insomnia because I used to worry about my performance. Really, I don't anymore. I'd be. No, I'd be, <laughs> have you noticed? I, I would be, mate. I'd be more worried now than ever. <laughs> I'd, I'm surprised no. you sleep at all. <laughs> Well, not really. I mean, you know. <laughs> not really. I do. I, I got into quite a lather when I first started Did you doing really? this show. Yeah, I remember you used to get a bit of a sweat on. There was a time a you gave like Albert Brooks in broadcast I know. news. And also, I just used to. You were like a puddle, weren't you, within it, about five minutes? <laughs> if it didn't go well. Yeah. Because I could, you know, I could sense it wasn't going well. And then I'd get a bit, you know. A bit oh. nervous, you know. So. And, and you sense this is going well? <laughs> I sense it's gone quite I look, well. I look next door, I get, I get no sense of that no, from I, the gallery. I sense, I sense I made John laugh in the first hour, so I sense that, for me, is a, is a win. He's hysterical, he's a very easy... No, he's, he's not easy to make Anyway, laugh, Lando anyway. Norris, um, in, in case Sue doesn't read it to you tonight, <laughs> okay. he relaxes by playing racing <laughs> games on his... Com- a high opinion of me. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, anyway, Playing Lando racing Norris. games on his computer. Mm. That's like a. Is he? That's like our old mate Dave Tully, the pilot, mm-hmm. uh, winding down by getting on the simulator <laughs> and flying to Kuala Lumpur for fourteen hours. What would make you do that? There's no point. That's at not all. a way to unwind. No, is it? not it's like really. basically. So Lando Norris to switch off goes back to work. Yeah, it's a bit of an odd one. That really. Yeah, yeah okay, I agree. Well, he can do what he likes. Yeah, He's obviously very him. successful. Eh? Nando's have uh, pointed a, a, a Nando load Norris <laughs> from Lando's to Nando. Is that what? Did you do That's that on purpose? Shows. Not really. Uh, don't have a sleepless night tonight because that was brilliant. <laughs> I don't know. That was seamless. No, no, I sleep well. I've got way over this. I've been okay. doing this show for twenty years, so really? you know, obviously, I'm well over that situation <laughs> now. I think you've lost your edge. I preferred you when you sweated and panicked a lot. <laughs> you were on your game then. That's very harsh. <laughs> Even your wife thinks you're horrible to me. She's often said to him, you're so harsh to him. But never mind, I don't care, I can take it, I've got a Oh, Andy, yeah, I don't mean it. I know you don't. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a oh. good target. Anyway, Nando's, I'm going to ignore you. Yeah. Lando's, I had a load of celebrity, and it'd be great if he opened his own chicken place. It would be great, yeah. There'd be trouble, though, wouldn't there? <laughs> if I was... I'd... See, Lloyd's laughing, he thinks yeah. I'm funny. Yeah. <laughs> his name's not Lloyd. He looks like... Ollie him, working with us today, <laughs> Does have a look of our old mate Lloyd Griffith, the comedian, and Grimsby fan. He has a look of him, so now he's become Lloyd, of course, well, in everybody's works, eyes. Isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, um, Nando's have hired a load of celebrity ambassadors, oh, yeah. uh, including Maya y- Jammer. Is that yeah, that, yeah, that'll do, yeah, yeah. Uh, Perry Edwards, Roman Kemp, Anthony Joshua. Perry Perry Edwards, she'll be known as <laughs> now, wouldn't she? She should. she should. And Jaden Sancho. Yeah. So they've obviously lost my mobile number. <laughs> Maybe they've got my old number. Yeah. You're not getting the black card. No, I'd love to. I, you know, I do go there quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, but that's not enough, is it? Some people, it's not enough to get. I do go there. Anyway, Can I, just I haven't say got finally. a story on Suzanne Dando to, to continue this this run, but uh, we'll just have to move on, Andy. Okay, go on, we'll have to on. move on. I did enjoy our little chat. Of course. Why are you sweating? No, of course not. He doesn't do that anymore. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport.
The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Don't ask me to leave it out. Here we go then, five questions based on last week's shows to see if uh, Andy's brain has been addled by the heat here in uh, London. <laughs> yeah. Nice easy one to kick us off. We looked ahead to the uh, Terry Harper-Tasha Jonas fight, which was a very good fight actually, mm. uh, at the weekend, uh, in the company of which famous woman boxer on Friday? Jane Couch. Jane Couch, yeah, nice easy one to kick you off. Rhiannon Lovelace joined us. Uh, she yes. is a weightlifter, and uh, the weight she lifted traditionally was two massive barrels of what? Silver dollars. Silver dollars, Andy. You're on fire. Uh, mm. Andy McVeigh joined us. Um, and he is known, a.k.a. Andy McVeigh's an artist, Leeds-based artist, does some fantastic <sighs> street art. He is known... The Burley Banksy. The Burley Banksy. I told you I was a bit worried that you were yeah. going to get them all right. It's good. Matt McGinn joined us to talk about his book Against the Elements, which talked about football in which country? <laughs> Uh, against the elements. I'm going to have to guess here. Iceland? Iceland! That's oh, it. That's so here we are. It's quite dramatic. <laughs> here we go. Stuart Pike joined us, rugby league commentator. Fantastic game last week. Yeah. We saw Leeds come back against whom? <laughs> oh, no. Falling at the final hurdle is Devon Lock Jacobs. <laughs> I can't think of it. I can't. Uh, think of a rugby guess, league team. Uh, so, um, oh, no, it was Castleford that came back, wasn't it? No, Leeds. it was Leeds that came back. Castleford. It wasn't, you're going Castleford. Castleford. That's your final answer, final Castleford. Answer. Yeah. Against Leeds, Castleford. The great, yeah. That was Huddersfield. <laughs> okay. So there we are, you did four at the final. <laughs> nice anyway, tension managing. We'll do it, we'll do it all again uh, next week. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. I thought you were going to get it, Andy. I, thought you were I know. Get it. I thought I was going to get it too, but there you go. Great performance. You pulled out a few from the locker, Iceland, etc. But anyway, we'll try it all again next week. So thanks for listening, and we will catch up with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.